testimony of Christ from the Lord and the Lord from the Some of you may have seen a couple of years ago on the Northern Park scene where there's a person who appears in heaven before God, and God looks like a dog. And God says, I don't know why you guys got so confused. Maybe you're selling this thing. It's one of my favorite cartoons because, I mean, not only is it just funny, and of course it only works in English, but of unconditional love that a dog has for its owner, and I would argue that the owner's story of the dog speaks to the unconditional love that God actually gives to all of us. So it's a more deeply theological cartoon than it might appear on the first one. So today, we celebrate St. Francis of Assisi. Whom we celebrate because he's most commonly associated with his love of creation and, of course, of animals. But today's gospel reading suggests something even deeper. Let's hear this line again. Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them. What do infants know? What has been revealed to them specifically? Well, I think it's love. Think about all of the images that we see of a mother holding a child, the gaze of the mother on the baby, the gaze of the father on the baby, the gaze of the baby that close to the parent. But love, sadly, in our human condition, is not for all children. That picture is not true for all children because of our sin and our brokenness. But a baby, all newborns, are hardwired with this utter dependence upon their caregiver. Dependence for food and for warmth, for shelter, for love, for relationship, and for a sense of mattering in the world. And I know all of us understand this, even if we didn't have it perfectly as a child, or do it perfectly as a parent. God knows that unconditional love is what we long for. That experience of love from an all-loving God is the secret, often hidden from those of us who seek love and validation riches and wisdom from the things of the world. However, to the newborn infant, the choice is clear. Because in their utter dependence, they can do naught but to show love, to be loved, and to be loved. It's such a brief time in our lives that this message is so clear that most of us may not remember it at all. So the interesting thing about Francis, to what extent, is that he willingly shows this dependence on God. In 
in this vow of poverty, he submitted himself to God the Father, understanding that the unconditional love comes only from God's source. So let's learn a little bit more about this thing. And we are most comfortable with when we think about his love for animals, but he is more than that. Francis was born into a wealthy family in Italy in 1182. His father was a merchant of extensive cloth, silks, and velvets. His clientele and social peers were wealthy and worldly. Young Francis, we are told, was a typical young rich man, reveling in fun, drink, entertainment. In the midst of all of that, he was given an early glimpse of the poor and of the lepers and the needy, and his conscience was pricked. He had compassion for others and reportedly gave some cloth and some money away to the needy one day when he was working in his father's market stall, only to be harshly punished by his father for doing so. Eventually, after a series of a lot of things too long to go into, he renounced all of his wealth and his family. Following an experience of a vision where God told him to rebuild the church, which he interpreted as a call to literally follow Jesus in a life of poverty. He told his friends he was to get married. He was going to wear lady poverty. He donned the rough brown attire of a beggar with a rope tied around his waist, and he lived at the mercy of others, gathering followers his father. In 1209, he composed this primitive rule to follow the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ and to walk in his footsteps. In 1210, Pope the III granted permission for the family of the new religious order. Throughout his life, Francis preached far and wide the message that your God is of your flesh, who lives in your nearest neighbor in every man. He believed that nature itself was the mirror of God. He called all creatures his brothers and sisters. Poverty, complete dependence upon God's mercy and grace, relentless preaching of love and neighbor, recognizing God's breath in every person, every every living creature, a life devoted solely to prayer, to teaching, to caring for the ill and for the poor. The statues we have in our gardens depict a face of peace and love that could only come from his knowledge of the love of God. One writer quotes, of all the saints, Francis is the most popular and admired, but probably the least imitated. Few have attained to his total identification with the poverty and suffering of Christ. So what do we make of the gospel? Jesus' statement that God has hidden these things from the wise and 